0: The FBI, along with state and local police, located the body of a missing Amish girl in Gap, Pennsylvania, just a few days ago. Her remains were found near the former workplace of Justo Smoker, the main suspect in her kidnapping and eventual murder. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. This is another case that I learned about through Reddit after the user Feed Me Sarah, a very concerning username, posted the story about a week ago. The 18-year-old Amish girl named Linza Stoltzfus, I'll put the name right here, went missing on June 21st while walking home to her family's farm after a church service in Burdenhand, Pennsylvania. She was reported missing by her family the next day, and what followed was a 15,000-hour manhunt involving local, state, and federal authorities and some called it the largest missing persons case in Pennsylvania history. Her abduction was caught on a home surveillance camera along the route of her one-mile walk from church back to her home. Between 12.30 p.m. and 12.45 p.m. on the day she went missing, A witness along the road reported seeing a red sedan drive past, do a U-turn on the cross street and then drive back toward the road that headed towards the church. They described the driver as white, possibly Hispanic with dark hair and dark skin. Reviewing the footage, the FBI was able to identify the vehicle as a Kia Rio with a rear spoiler and stickers all across the trunk. Detectives were shocked to realize that Linda's actual abduction was caught on film and the vehicle was spotted a second time when it passed by the Weavertown Mennonite School. The vehicle then pulled into the parking lot and waited there briefly before eventually just leaving again. On June 23rd, a state trooper responded to a call about a suspicious vehicle at a business in Ronks, Pennsylvania. This would have been about five miles from where Linda was initially abducted. The witness reported seeing a man that matched Justo Smoker's description drive a red car onto the property twice in the same afternoon. Both times, he parked near the railroad tracks behind the business. The witness took a photo of the car's license plate and then later offered that to police. On June 29th, police interviewed two separate witnesses, both Amish individuals, who reported seeing a woman who resembled Linda in a red car with a white man with a dark beard and a mustache at around 1.30pm in Gap, Pennsylvania. This was the same day that Linda was abducted. Both witnesses said that they thought the sighting of the girl was odd as Amish women shouldn't be traveling in a car while wearing their church clothing. But Linda was also spotted wearing a black head covering, something that women in that area didn't wear to church. This small detail was never really fully explained, but on July 15th, a third witness in the area came forward after recognizing Linda from a photo in the newspaper. Detectives located the suspect, Justo Smoker, age 34, by performing a police record check on the license plate number provided by the witness on June 23rd. They learned that he owned a red 2007 Kia Rio, worked for a nearby water treatment plant, and lived six miles from where Linda was last seen. He also matched the physical description given by two of the witnesses. He was eventually interviewed in his home on July 9th and denied even knowing Linda or ever seeing her before. A lot of people were quick to ask why police didn't just arrest Justo on site, but it seems like at the time, they didn't know for sure that he was their guy. At this point, police had only seen the security footage, but they hadn't fully analyzed it yet to confirm whether or not Justo was the man responsible or at the very least was the man in the car. They just knew that a witness reported seeing him and reported that he was a bit suspicious and that his license plate eventually led police to him. On July 10th, a state forensics team searched the area behind the business where Smoker's vehicle had been parked. They discovered a woman's bra and knotted stockings buried in a shallow hole. The clothing was identified by Linda's family as similar to what she would have worn the day she went missing. They said that she walked barefoot that day and would have knotted her stockings to then carry them home. The clothing contained DNA that matched Smoker's profile, but DNA wasn't immediately available to match Linda. FBI agents obtained cell phone records that placed Smoker in the location of Gap, Pennsylvania at the same time the witnesses saw him there. They were also able to place him at the business where the clothing was found via phone records and surveillance images as well. On July 10th, Smoker was interviewed for a second and eventually final time. He initially denied involvement, but eventually admitted that he was driving on the back roads between Leola and Ronk on the day that Linda was abducted. When shown the image of the Kia Rio, he admitted that it looked like his car. He also admitted that he'd been drinking that day as well, but maintained that he was the only passenger in the vehicle despite video evidence proving there were two people in the car at the time the video was taken. Several witnesses came forward and said that a man matching Smoker's physical description was seen driving down a nearby road in Upper Leacock Township the night before Linda went missing on June 20th. Multiple teen girls reported seeing him drive past their group slowly, seeming like he was preying on them through the window of his car. Another girl was so scared that she ran to a nearby group of fishermen and then eventually just hit in a, barn until she felt like it was safe to come out. This made it painfully clear that Linda was not his first nor his only target. Police tracked Smoker's movements on June 20th and came across even more chilling information. Records showed that he purchased alcohol in Lancaster and Gap during the afternoon. Around 5 p.m., he went to a Dollar General store in Paradise and bought two pairs of latex gloves. These gloves were not located during a police search of his home, his car, his storage unit, or his work locker. On June 21st, Smoker returned to the store to buy eight packs of disposable nitrile gloves and five pairs of black shoelaces. Let's be honest, this is some seriously solid evidence against this man. It's almost like he wanted to be caught. He didn't even try to mask his purchases. This guy literally walked into a convenience store and bought items that would clearly be used to tie someone up and dispose of their body. He may as well have just thrown in a bottle of bleach, a box cutter, and a shovel just for good measure. He was also caught on surveillance video that morning at a Walmart in Lancaster, wearing gray shoes that matched the shoes that were seen at the scene of the crime. But these shoes were never located again after being seen in the video footage. A neighbor told police that they saw a smoker washing his car behind his house at around 3.30 p.m. on the 21st and specifically stated that he was seen wiping down the interior as well. When the police searched his vehicle, it was apparent that it had been freshly cleaned and the floor mats in the passenger side were completely gone. On July 11th, Justo Smoker was arrested and charged with kidnapping and false imprisonment. He was held in jail while investigators gathered more information and continued to search for Linda's body. On December 21st, six months to the day of her disappearance, the Lancaster police announced that they would be charging Smoker with murder. This news came as a surprise to many following the case, as Linda's body had still not been found. On March 5th, a preliminary hearing was held where a judge did rule that there was more than enough evidence to charge Smoker with abducting and killing Linda, even without her body being located. However, on April 21st, 10 months after the date of her disappearance, officials announced that they had located human remains while searching for Linda near Dutchland Inc. in Gap, Pennsylvania. This was Smoker's former workplace. Linda's family confirmed that it was her body that was found via a post on a Facebook page that had been organized for her case. In the end, a coroner also confirmed that the body belonged to Linda, but police have yet to really even release a motive. It's hard to say whether this crime is planned or if Justo saw the perfect moment to strike. I tend to lead more towards the latter as it seems like Justo made many, many mistakes along the way and never fully planned out what he was even going to do. We don't know for sure how long he kept Linda captive or what he really did to her. All that police revealed was that Linda's body was found with several wounds and she died as a result of asphyxiation. But we don't know if his attack was sexually motivated or if he was just a violent, evil man, though that much seems pretty clear. I'm sure more details will come to light for this case as it makes its way to court in the coming months, but for the moment, we have no idea why Justo attacked Linda or what he fully intended to do with her. I definitely recommend keeping up with this case over the next few months because something just seems strange, but let's just hope that we get more information as the case does head to court. But that's the video for today, you guys. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, be sure to hit that like button. If you loved it, maybe consider sharing, subscribing, or clicking that blue join button below to really show your support for the channel. But I've been Ty Knots. You guys have been lovely, and I'll catch you in the next video.